Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Garage Gym Experiment Podcast. My name is Adam, and back again with Jake. On tonight's episode, we're going to start off with a home gym con update. Got a lot of things happening behind the scenes. We're excited to share all the happenings with you. Uh, we have a new product idea. This time, I'm going to pitch to Jake a product idea I have. After that, we'll get into new products that hit the market, and then we'll wrap it up with the Sunday survey results. So with that, I would say, yeah, Jake, take it away. Welcome to the Garage Gym Experiment Podcast, where we dive deep into the home gym scene. Each week, we put out Sunday surveys where you tell us your thoughts on products, builds, and all things home gym related. We're here to break down the numbers and to talk shop. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. Thank you, Adam. All right, home gym con update. So I just want to quickly run by a few things uh, that's going on and also just remind you, Home Gym Con, it's about 12 weeks away. But one thing that we will have, and if you're following the Instagram account and um, staying involved with the newsletters, you do know that in addition to all of these great vendors, we are going to have about four to five additional station stations um, that will be absolutely loaded up with the best equipment that you can find. Also, just and by best, I just mean options that you'd be considering for a home gym. Um, so we'll have new equipment, budget equipment, uh, et cetera. And I just want to give a few examples of some things that we have already have in place. Um, and then we'll we'll build this out all the way up until the event, until we can't get any more. Um, but number one, we'll have the United Fit Camber Bar. So this is a really sweet camber bar. It looks kind of like a combination of the Kabuki, American Barbell, and uh, primarily those two. But it's a it's a really cool and also uh, rep, not rep, but super unique looking. I mean, it seems like one of those you're going to want to put your hands on to see what it even feels right. like. Right. We posted it and everyone's like, we just want to see it in action. And while we're still on uh, the United Fit Camber Bar, we will have um, a number of other Camber Bars. We already have the Titan, we have the Rep, we'll have the Cadillac Bar. So wait, we already have those, and we'll just we'll we'll be trying to get as many as we possibly can. So you'll have like you'll be able to, for example, have the Rep right next to the Titan and kind of decide which one's better for you. For you, we'll have those Pepin. Fast series adjustable dumbbells, the hot adjustable dumbbell uh, on the market right now, kind of, you know, very high quality from Pepin. Uh, made well strength deadlift extender sleeves. That's just one example of a crap ton of strongman equipment that we will have uh, in the station led by Kurt, aka the Kurt Locker. And then we're, gonna, we're also going to have a sweet pulley station from surplus strength and we're going to have many attachments that you can test out on those uh, so lots of pulley station lots of pulleys i should say within this station so multiple people can be can be using at the same time and then with that just want to remind people of the premium ticket uh, perks uh, just a few of those perks i should say so with the all of these stations you'll have early access on Friday from four to six. Um, so you can go to any of these stations, meet with vendors. There will be less than a hundred of you for sure. So you'll have a very open space to just basically do whatever you want in this 
huge area with all this equipment. Uh, you also have the workout opportunities before the expo. So we will be creating stations in the mornings so that you can work, do a workout in. So you're coming to a fitness conference, you probably wanna work out. So mornings, we're gonna give you probably 40 minute sessions, uh, but these you'll be able to sign up for specific stations and, and do a workout both Saturday and Sunday morning. And I will say the earlier you purchase your ticket, the earlier you will get to choose your stations within these mornings. And then lastly, I just want to point out the vendors or the, the dinners for these premium ticket perks. They're going to be really, really good um, dinners. Um, and we'll, we'll merge these premium ticket purchasers with the vendors. And it's just going to be a really good time. The first night um, is, is kind of on spot. We'll have a really good meal. There'll be drinks. And then second night is on uh, the Pete Dye Golf Course which is one of the highest, one of the best golf courses in the world. And it's just a beautiful scene. So I ran through that, but those are some of the home gym con premium ticket perks. Yeah. And I just want to say, you know, Jake highlighted a lot of, um, piece of equipment up there, but he's, uh, he's touching on some of the, uh, the notable ones, the list of equipment that we have going, which you can find on homegym.com is growing every day. And it, it's, it's huge. Basically, if it's talked about and popular in the home gym scene, you can expect to find Yeah, I'll, I'll add that in the descriptions of the notes. And I will say the faster people buy their tickets, the more we're able to go out and plan. So, you know, we are bootstrapping this event and it's, it's just one of those things where we kind of are building it as we go. And a lot of that depends on ticket purchases and vendors signing up. So uh, we would appreciate if you plan on going, just signing up as early as you can. But I do understand there's a lot that goes into that decision. So, all right, let's move on to a product idea, which Adam is going to pitch me. Yeah, I uh, went ahead and threw together like four pictures here, Jake. And so the top left, you're going to see the Atlas attachment from Clevabilt. Uh, what I was thinking about with this product idea um, was adding attachments to your landmine, mostly for bent over rows, but pretty much for anything. And so like the Atlas attachment has a circle in there and you fit it over the sleeve of your barbell so you can do landmine movements. I got to thinking one of my favorite uh, pieces of equipment to use for landmines was my, uh, your traditional like, um, tricep rope. And so I would move the, uh, piece of metal to the side and I would wrap the bottom of the rope around and I would do pulls like that. But then how awesome would it be if you could use any of your attachments? Uh, I have mag grips, I have wide and medium mag grips. It would be great if I could attach that to something around the sleeve of my barbell and do landmine attachments that way too. I went ahead and just thought of a company who this would be cheap and super simple and very well built for. Uh, Belt-fed strength uh, makes great leather attachments. So something as simple as you can see on the top there, just um, a leather sleeve that you can slide over your sleeve of your barbell and it just needs a metal ring or a hook so that you can um, use a carabiner and 
attach any of your attachments for your landmine. Thought of a second use for it too, which there's already these out there. You could put it on the sleeve of your barbell for benching, squatting, whatever, deadlifting, and uh, connect chains or anything like that to it as well. So that's my idea. It's a leather strap you fit around the sleeve of your barbell that you can hook your attachments to. Thoughts? So have you seen these like tie down straps? Yes. So you uh, tie the straps around and you put a carabiner in and you just use it for any attachment. Oh, no. Yeah. So, so I, guess, I guess I haven't. So, yeah, this is a thing that a lot of people use for like what you just mentioned. Uh, what was you mentioned? What did you use a rope? I love tricep. Yeah, I love using the tricep rope for and uh, how do you connect, how do you connect rows it? and stuff like that. I would just loop the rope under the the sleeve of the barbell and then the collar of the barbell would stop it from sliding too far back but the tension would always have to be like gotcha gotcha so there this is kind of like a diy version or just like a hack for like a six pack it looks like it's or maybe it's just one but it's like 10 bucks for that but I can definitely see some sort of premium one that you would, how, how much do you think you would charge? Um, if it was coming from a company like Beltfed where like things are handmade and it's high quality crafted, I think it would be like between 30 and $40 over there. It's my guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it would be, um, you know, the, the Thai version seems like maybe, I don't know. 15 seconds, 30 seconds of setup. This would be like no time at all. You slide it on, you attach it. Gotcha. But. Gotcha. And it would, it would fit tightly around the bar. Whereas this one, there's gotta be some like looseness. <clears throat> yeah. If, I mean, I feel like there's something out there, but maybe there's not. I'm notorious for coming up with product <laughs> ideas that already exist. So yeah, I don't even know what to search to see if it's out there, but I like it. I like it, especially if you can make it, you know, cool, like something belt fed would do something custom. I don't love it, but I'll go 6.5. I gave it a rating of myself in my head for this idea. I also gave my own idea. Six. How about that? So we're what on the same you know? page. Nice. What, what do you, do you know? know? All right. Those ideas are tough to come up with every week. So if you hate the idea, cut us some break. All right. We have a few new products released this month. We mentioned it in the Home Gym Con update, but the United Fit Camber Bar. Um, so the, this is a very unique uh, camber bar, uh, like we were saying earlier. It includes adjustable camber levels, an X taper for ergonomic overhead pressing, removable removable pins so that you can take off the weight horns for something like a cable attachment. Uh, I think I also like think about if you do for whatever reason have storage difficulties, you might be able to store it uh, easier in certain circumstances. And then also if you wanna travel with it, It'd be a little bit easier to travel. I'm not sure how often you travel it, but it's not priced too bad. 
Actually, let me look up the price real quick. Here we go. Um, it's it costs two fifty plus uh, whatever shipping is. So pretty reasonable unless shipping is just like crazy. So yeah, um, definitely one of those that you'll you'll need some feedback before just purchasing. Uh, at least that's what comes to my mind first. I'm, I, it's almost like kind of hard to even picture it being used because I don't think they have any videos out yet either. So, yeah, the, um, that, that bend in that bar, um, obviously was designed for a reason. So you, you would imagine it would make it much more comfortable, but I can't imagine what it would feel like just looking at this picture. Um, right. Something you'd want to put your right. hands on, like at home gym con, mm-hmm. maybe. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the feedback is. All right, and then this is from our our friends Havoc. This was released earlier in the month, um, so you know that their primary product is the is the Havoc triads, uh, which you can see if you're watching. You can see on the screen it usually includes their own weights, but here's just a quick. A quick option that you can use your own Olympic plates. Uh, so uh, these are seven-inch loadable. They include a seven-inch loadable length. Uh, traditional machines, just under two-inch diameter steel tubes. They're zinc plated, and then on top of the, I believe it's one ninety-nine of the base of the triad. It's one hundred and fifty dollars for this horn add-on. That's compared to a $159 for 50 pound unit add-on, if that makes sense. So this this does allow you to take advantage of the weights you have, and then also have a little bit more versatility as you're changing out the weights. It's a little wider, so a lot of people might wanna test that out as well, just to see how that feels. But I do like this update from Habit. And then lastly, let's move on to those survey results. So this is kind of our every once or twice a year made in country data. So we basically, we ask a few questions uh, asking about purchasing, um, purchasing habits about around gym equipment and made in your country stuff. Um, so I have a few numbers to rattle off. So number one, 37% say that they look what country the equipment is from before purchasing. Uh, number two, so when we ask about the importance of buying gym equipment that's made in your country, about 28% vote important, 44% vote not important, 25% vote neutral, and then only about 4% vote almost essential. So in total, about 69% are voting either more important, or sorry, 69% are voting not important or neutral, which is quite a bit less than uh, especially those voting almost essential. And then when we ask about um, what proportion your gym is made of, equipment made in your country, about 40% own at least half 
of the made in the country equipment. Uh, 25 to 50% uh, is about 31% of the total people answering. And then zero to 25% is 30%. Um, so it might, it, I rattle off a lot of numbers. You might wanna just check out the, in the link, we'll, we'll make sure they, the blog post about this is in there as well. But in general, it's just, it's just not, on top of mind for most people. We also asked, we asked this in the Reddit community as well. And in general, um, the price, the price is the most important factor for everybody when buying. So we're not gonna like guilt trip anybody. We just wanna sh showcase the data here. And then also wanted to mention that we asked about the level of importance of buying the gym equipment made by the original creator. So we saw a little bit more importance emphasized here, but it wasn't by too much. Uh, so as I mentioned in the last, uh, made the made in your country data, the almost essential was at about 4% votes. So the almost essential votes here, when asked about the importance of buying equipment from the original creator is about 6%. 31% say important, 47% say not important, and then 16% say neutral. So there's quite a bit less neutral votes, a little bit more not important votes, and then a little bit more important and almost essential votes as well. So, so in general, we saw a little bit more interest or a little bit more, the people put a little bit more value in supporting the creator or inventor than the made in your country data, but, but for most, it's not the top priority clearly. Yeah. Um, my take on this has probably stayed the same as when we did this, what, like six months ago. And that is like, if you can afford it, the quality is usually better and that's why you would make that choice is because you want the higher quality and to support the made in America stuff. I shouldn't have said just the quality, but so if you, if you can afford it, it does make you feel, it makes me feel pretty good afterwards. But when I'm trying to add pieces to my gym, it's, it's budget first, uh, quality and budget kind of like balance each other out. And then, uh, we go from there. So if I can make it uh, work and buy American-made products, I mean, that's just, that's a win-win. But sometimes that's not always the easiest to do because, I mean, we, we all know how right. labor laws and prices work. But right. yeah. what about you, Jake? What's your take on this? I mean, my take is to buy what's what's best and the overall value and then also if the gap in price isn't too far, I would try to buy Made in America. And then I I do, I would say like, I would agree with the data in saying that like, I would rather support the original creator or inventor as well. Um, or that might, that might be a little bit more important to me than me in the country. Um, both are like, as I'm growing older 
and a little bit more conscious. Both are definitely on my radar radar a lot more. But as I was like going through the Reddit comments, a lot of the like n- what makes this so difficult is like a lot of people did mention that there there are better import options like the rep option for example with like the aries is like an ideal home gym for a lot of people and you can't really get that in from any of the main america companies so that's what makes it really difficult for me um also like the rep open trap bar might be the best one on the market and it's cheaper so that's i mean that's I think if the the price difference was closer, it'd be a lot easier. So I think it's it's just going to be important, like as we go forward, to just keep these insights behind, like in our mind, because in general they haven't really changed the last few years. Again, it, a lot of this is like the data. I don't necessarily want to do a moral, uh, make people feel bad, but. It is what it is. I think a lot of people, like, if you can, you should support American. If you're American, most people listening are American or they're North American. You support your country. But, you know, I started building out my home gym one step at a time. And, like, I was I was absolutely just buying what what I could at the time. And then I also, like, my buying habits still are just like if I go to or if I'm on Amazon and I'm buying like something random, like I just bought printer ink. I have no idea where that ink came from. Like maybe like is is it my duty to look? I don't know. But I think there's probably a lot of people that just search for a barbell and never even look. And that's what the data says. 39% or 37% don't even like look. So a lot of this is just strictly buying habits. And I think, I think uh, there's just a lot of education that needs to happen to make sure that that changes. But I don't think it's just like a gym equipment manufacturing issue you know it's just no you, you can go into like clothing you you, you cars i mean you, you can go into any of that stuff. right it kind of remains the same right so yeah it, it gets pretty complicated when you get down to each individual's like person's perspective right but, but i think like i think like let's just say i'm thinking about like the universal pulley system so jason's mm-hmm. universal pulley system at 475 or something like that. If a, if an import option comes in and is like the same thing and charges 425, I would hope most people just kind of like pay the difference and support someone like Jason from Surplus Strength. However, the issue is not everybody even knows the story of Surplus Strength or is like like looking into it. They just might Google search it and end up buying the cheaper one because they look the same. So, right. But, you know, I honestly thought we were just going to hit the data and move on, (laughs) 
But this one's a hard one to just do that for. It is because some people are very passionate about it. And like the data says, some people just don't even look at it at all. Right. All right. Well, let's move on. We'll see how that trends over time. Next up, where are you most likely to buy a specialty bar from? So this was a repeat from last year. We had Rogue, Titan, Kabuki, or Rep. The easy winner here was Rogue with 39% of the votes. Rep was at 20 or as was at 30%, Kabuki 20%, and then Titan at 12. So like I mentioned, we asked this last year. Uh, Rep is up from is up 19% uh, from what, where they were at last year and then everybody else is slightly down including rogue so does this surprise you looking at this well i remember discussing it last year and it doesn't surprise me cuz i remember it from last year but like i hate to say it but rogue should not be getting 40% of the vote almost 40 no that that's where my head was at it's just yeah. This it's is like, the power of the rogue brand. So people, any like yeah. anyone relatively unfamiliar, just chooses rogue. The, I mean, the, I I kind of felt like in the home gym community, the word was out that like rogue is not known for. Oh wait, rogue. actually, like yes, they actually okay. So I I was convinced um, that this data is is maybe right. So if you think about it, uh, rogue has or sorry, we have a decent amount of power lifters, right? So one thing right. that Rogue sells other than like what, other than like Rep or Titan is they actually sell a squat bar, a deadlift bar. Titan okay. has a deadlift yeah. bar, but I don't think it's like actually a deadlift bar. So they have those things. And then they all, like you can all, you could also technically consider a power bar especially why. Okay. So, like I'm visualizing camber bars, safety squat bars, open trap bars. That's right. what I'm. So thinking. was I, so I would um, choose rep or Kabuki. Uh, right. Same. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I, I thought you were going to like throw a curveball and say, well, rep sells some Kabuki bars now. <laughs> no. Like, no, that'd be Kabuki, but no, you, you make a valid point. Those are specialty bars. So, okay. As far as barbells go, I think it, the easy answer is rep. And I do consider those specialty bars that you named barbells. So, Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up, which open trap bar would you get? And I will say someone did comment and say, well, none of these responses were even the original creator. So eh, maybe messed up there, but these seem to be the most popular um, and it, Gives a pretty good variety. I, Go ahead. I pause you real quick. Original creator being Alico. I think Alico, but I know Kabuki also. Someone they were definitely referencing Alico, but I don't know who the like original creator actually was. Yeah, because I know Kabuki okay. released right at the same time. Duffin said on the podcast like right. we were working on it simultaneously, and like yeah, so I don't know, but. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's one of the downfalls of these Instagram stories, only four possible options. But all right, so which open trap bar would you get? Uh, we asked between Rep, Kabuki, Giant, and Titan. 
So Rep was the easy winner with 55% of the votes. That's not surprising. Kabuki number two at 26%. That's not necessarily surprising either. Titan around 11%. That's, I think that's a little surprising. Well, it's, I mean, it's not too surprising, but Titan around 11% and then Giant around 8%. So that's, that's the surprising one. That should be way higher. Um, that's a really good bar at a really good price. And anyone can sit who wants an open trap bar of like below the like 400 market rep, this is the one. This is the one. So I think Giant, you know, it's just one of those things. Giant's up against these three huge companies. And I don't think, even though like we've shared it a number of times, like Lux shared it, there's a lot of people who do promote it. It's still an uphill battle. So, but good bar, giant bar, but Rep's probably the best bar for most. Um, so no surprise here. And then, you know, Kabuki, Kabuki has a fair share as well. Makes sense. That's going to do it. All right. Well, if you like tonight's episode, be sure to keep your eye out for new episode releases wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay involved on our social media sites by following Garage Gym Experiment and taking part in our Sunday surveys on Instagram so that you can be a part of these conversations. Like, follow, subscribe to the channel on YouTube and get involved on our website for all your home gym content needs. Once again, reminding you, Home Gym Con is coming in April and we want you there. So go to homegymcon.com, check it out. If you like what you see, buy tickets, and we'll see you in beautiful French Lick. Jake, do you have anything else left for the listeners? All right, guys. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.